0: Forever, <coughs> dog. Godzilla,
1: the trees
0: I'm feeling extra glamorous tonight.
1: Give it everything you got, to make it to the top. Never ever gonna stop, even if you get the chop. Chop, 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 chop. Girl, you got the chops. Don't be a bitter, bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. (laughs) Welcome to The Chop with Latrice and Manila. (laughs) Where we give you
0: the weekly recap and rundown of Canada's drag race. Who's on top?
1: And who gets the chop? chop it chop chop, chop, chop. <laughs> let's chop it up yeah hey latrice
0: oh my god hey you know what today is
1: what day is it today
0: it's latrilla day
1: girl i facebook. saw that facebook popped up and say <laughs> latrice and manila have been friends for nine
0: years nine years
1: now, I don't know because like I, I I consider like yes, Facebook is definitely like the official like <laughs> we are officially friends. We are friends <laughs> on Facebook for the world to know. But I consider you much closer of a friend even before that.
0: Exactly. I don't actually
1: know like the full on timeline of when we met, but I'm no. so glad that nine years later, girl, here we are we with our own the other podcast. Huh? <laughs> Still <Stay laughs> together.
0: Kate, cheers, 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 cheers. 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 Cheers to that. Cheers, happy Latrilla Day.
1: Happy enjoy that wow so oh, this episode girl um Oof. i know i love me a ball but let's go back to last week because okay. the queens were paired up um for a rainbow railroad refugee makeover challenge mm-hmm. which was uh a, i thought really really interesting um but uh so Priyanka wins the maxi challenge, and Lemon and Rita land at the bottom. And after an emotional Elena's More set lip sync, um, unfortunately, Lemon uh, is uh, is sashaying away. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, we love Lemon.
1: I mean, it's like every week, and uh, it's sad to see a queen go because you know. I guess it wouldn't be fun to watch an entire season of all of them the just girl. hanging out, no, like chilling no,
0: out. chilling out and having a Kiki. No, it's not summer camp. But I'm glad uh, that Lemon was able to make an impression. She was definitely um, uh, one to talk about and <coughs> watch. So I enjoyed Lemon. So kudos to you, girly girl. Um, yeah, we're going
1: to miss her. Uh, she was really fucking funny on the show. <laughs>
0: She made me laugh out loud. (laughs) She did. She did. Um, So we have a message in our inbox. Um, Hi. Yeah. Hey, ladies, just wanted to let you know that the Rainbow uh, Railroad started as a Canadian charity, but they also have a chapter base out of New York City. Americans can donate, too. So, yeah, get some coins out. And help bring some beautiful queer people safely, too. Um. Just Google Rainbow Railroad and donate uh, through the website. Cheers from Toronto. Colton. Oh, oh thanks, Colton. thanks, Colton. That's a porn name.
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> we got another letter from Caleb. Um, Hello, mothers. Love what you've done with the place. The chop could not have come at a better time for me as I've recently taken up running And I didn't have a podcast to listen to on Monday. So thanks for helping me out and keep my girlish figures. I know you ladies have gone on record as thinking Jeffrey Boyer Chapman's critiques are interesting. (laughs) I was wondering if you got a chance to listen to your Forever Dog Sister podcast, The Rear View. A couple weeks back, JBC was brought up as a hot topic, and to my surprise, and it seems to the surprise of the podcast's other host, your Drag Race slash AS4 sister Monique Hart came to his defense. Monique brought up the fact that uh, that the reason many fans have an issue with Jeffrey is that they are not used to seeing a black man in a position of power. While I have not been a fan of Jeffrey's this season, I will admit that as a white man myself, I had not considered that until she said it. The drag race fandom clearly has a long history of being much more forgiving to white or white-presenting queens than black queens. And I think that it's entirely possible this is now extending to the judges. Monique specifically referenced the lack of criticism in this harsh... uh, uh, Monique specifically referenced the lack of criticism this harsh for Michelle Visage. I am wondering how y'all feel about this take, given that you both have the experience of being non-white queens in this franchise. Thank you for everything you do, Caleb from San Antonio, Texas. So thanks. Thanks, Caleb, for, for bringing this up. Um, Yeah, we, uh, and do, uh, we do encourage our listeners to also uh, listen to our other Forever Dog podcast um, with our sister, Monique Hart. They have an entirely different take on things sometimes. So what do you think? What do you think about this, Latrice? Well, I can um, I can
0: see her point, Monique's point. Um, I don't necessarily agree wholeheartedly. Um, I think the fandom has just become toxic and feel like they can just say whatever they want to say and. Um, go and take the extra step to go harass and bully and belittle and make people feel horrible um, when it's something that's not that serious. It's a TV show, really, and it's a drag TV show at that. Um, The point I want to make is that, like, no matter what you feel, um, no matter what we feel, our opinions, um, which majority of the world don't care about, so it doesn't matter. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. But what does matter is that you're hurting someone. This is a human being. And although I may not dis- uh, agree with Jeffrey's um, critiques or the way he delivers them, I'm not going the extra step and going on Twitter and tweeting about it. I'm not going on um, a direct messaging him, telling him to kill himself. And it's just ridiculous. Like, I. Uh, I experienced hate because I sent somebody home. And then I experienced hate because uh, Manila got sent home instead of me. And then it's like, you can't please everybody. And regardless of what you feel, these are human beings and they have feelings and emotions. And and it's just really unfortunate that something that's supposed to bring people joy is producing so much hate throughout the community. I will go on record and say I do not consider them fans because fans are not hateful. Fans adore and they uplift and they support. If you are a a, a true drag fan, then you're not trying to uh wish hate and death uh threats upon uh our fellow community people, members LGBTQIA+ whatever. Um this is supposed to be something lighthearted and bring everyone joy. And it's turned into this. And I'm getting like, I'm hearing about like, uh, Rita Baga is getting a lot of hate and, um, the girls from the show, um, um, kind and Alona. And it's like, just really, if you don't have anything nice to say, shut up.
1: Yeah, I know. It's so crazy. Um, obviously, like, especially in these days, um, uh, race and racism is a big topic right now. And honestly, like, there are so many, um, ways that it creeps into our regular lives and how we form our own opinions about things. And it is something that we all should be actively, um... Putting into our minds as a, a, a one of a, a reason why we may or may not think of some of of things. So definitely, I think that Monique definitely did bring up a a good point. Um, I, it's it can be about race for some people, and they might not even know it. So right. I mean, I think we should be looking inward and and reflecting. Is this the is this the kind of um content that we want to be putting out there for other people like yes uh, we uh we deal with so much uh, awfulness in the world. And that's why a lot of us, like we turn to drag to, to, you know, get out of reality and and live in the fantasy. So let's not, let's not drag the fantasy down with, you know, what the the real hate that's going on in the world. So we encourage everyone listening to, you know, before you said, (laughs) before you hit post on that, take a, take a step back and be like, do I need to be doing this? Do I you know need to I mean? be doing yes. this? Yes. Do I need to and be doing this? what are you going
0: to get out of it anyway? It really is um, just a, a way to to hurt. And so, d- don't be that person. Don't be that person.
1: And we understand that we are all loving all these queens, and you know, like as a viewer, we're we're siding with the. We we always like side with the with the queens. You know what I mean? So. It is hard when our favorite queens get bad critiques, and sometimes it's coming out of left field. But you know, this is season one; these are our fresh batch of new judges, so we'll take it easy on them, okay? But, okay. but, um, they they do have a say. They are the authority in this program, so what they say goes, and we're just gonna have to deal with it, I guess.
0: <laughs> bo-doop, 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 bo.
1: Boom. so if you guys want to write us anything please message us at laatrice and at gmail.com and maybe we'll even read your email here on the podcast every Monday yeah so let's get into episode nine
0: the snowball Woo-hoo. there's a lipstick message to my top four I love you I'm proud of you and you're all dumb and ugly <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes i love that uh these canadian queens are so unapologetically, unapologi- like in evil like I mean, ap- apologetically evil i think <laughs> they they are, aren't afraid to be so lovey-dovey and bitter bitches at the same time i love, I love it yeah it's perfect it's perfect <laughs> <laughs> all right well well scarlet still hasn't won anything um oh. safe your way all with all the way to the top i guess yeah yeah that's <laughs> the way you do it honey um and well pre i like how priyanka also calls her her win of the makeover challenge a uh, predemption. she did she's that back. she's back in the game she's back in the game <laughs> um yeah well uh, i at- think at the at this point at this point I think the girls are are like now they're like counting and they're like, Oh yeah, you have this many wins, this blah blah blah. blah. Oh yeah.
0: It's down to the nitty gritty now. And so although who knows if it's gonna even count. Whether or how many wins you have, it might not even matter in the grand scheme of
1: things. Uh, you know, it, you just you know have a wig full of rose petals and take the whole crown in the last moment, right? <laughs> the last moment. It's <laughs> about that last moment, honey. Yeah. Uh, uh, so things p- are getting down to the wire. Down
0: to the wire. The next day, we get a video message from Rue. Hell queens, I hope you're having an arctic blast cuz the more you snow, the more you blow and in <laughs> and in this competition the winner takes squall.
1: Okay, well then, Stacy comes into the workroom with her fierce braided ponytail um with her little oh, like green camo so good. outfit to deliver the mini challenge. So we got a mini challenge. We got Sabrina Jalice. Uh, Comedian extraordinaire um, is here to run a screen test. She's casting for, oh, she better Canada. She's looking for a scene stealer who will, uh, who can portray a local chanteuse to sing Canada's national anthem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on the screen
0: test. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Well, Rita does very well. uh, And is that clear, uh, like, bitch. (laughs) She's a clear choice. (laughs) Like...
1: Her character She's going is all so in. good. Yeah. I, mean, it's, I Rita was fell Rita, like, <laughs> stole the show. I mean, everyone did a great job, but oh my God, Rita was oh, in a different my God. League.
0: I literally was rolling on the floor laughing. It, it was, was hilarious.
1: But she, she, like, fell asleep at the part. At yeah, the, the slow and, one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Sabrina Chalice comes in and she like walks over and kind of wakes her up and then she wakes up and keeps singing. singing. Bitch, that was so, funny. so um, funny. Jimbo was her usual hilarious self. Absolutely. I love what I love when she had like the see-through top with her breastplate showing through and they said, oh, are you having a wardrobe malfunction? And she's like, oh no, there's no malfunction here. <laughs> Jimbo's a sexy a slutty clown and uh those boobs are for your enjoyment. Uh, I know that Sabrina Jalise is of um of uh she's a lesbian, so I'm hopefully hopefully this is like, you know, with points for Jimbo. Right. <laughs> do you think Scarlett
0: even knows what a tongue pop is? Because that uh, was not that.
1: She was like, uh Sabrina was like, Can you do a, a, the sing the national anthem with tongue pops? And she's like She's like,
0: like she's tasting food. She's like, I'm like, that's not a, what
1: was that, that? a that is not, a, that
0: is not it. <laughs>
1: um, so I mean, at this game we only have four contestants, so like, I, I feel like, you know, these mini challenges are, 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 are they just like filler to fill up the time? <laughs> at because this
0: point, at this moment, I mean, but like, I feel like they could have gave them extra time and skipped this mini challenge for the ball. Like, if you're gonna have to do three looks, bitch, like. Can't we just yeah. Get
1: <laughs> but I got to say I really did enjoy I really did enjoy watching this. And as an American uh watching this, it is it's it's really interesting to watch a a television show that that airs in a in a country where they're basically like free range to make fun of the national anthem. Here in America, we hold this, our national anthem song as like holy, sacred material. You have to be standing up. You have to remove your garments. You have to put your hand over your heart. (sighs) uh, Even if you're in a wheelchair or you are protesting (laughs) against the uh, brutality of police. Like this is something like Literally, people fucking go insane. Like, remember when Roseanne Barr sang the national. Oh anthem at, my uh, god, uh, they lost game?
0: America lost their shit.
1: And her. and here we have Canadians who are, are are just showing off how how uh lax and relaxed they are about <laughs> you know poking fun at themselves. I mean <laughs> I, maybe I'm not sure. Maybe like this whole this whole episode is getting banned somewhere. Um, I don't know. There might be some um, national Canadian nationalists.
0: We never know. We never know. Ultimately, Rita uh, Baga wins the mini challenge and uh, it's a thousand dollars gift certificate, courtesy of Dirt Squirrel.
1: Ooh, those are sexy underwear. I I want to see Rita in that underwear. You do. I'm why not why not she's got a thousand dollars worth of underwear from Dirt Squirrel she might as well model it up I'm gonna see that on your Instagram Rita okay
0: ooh, you um, better do it
1: ooh, okay well let me um, well, let, let's take a break while I'm uh, dry off my, my downstairs area for this her uh, French Canadian by my, my WAP <laughs> and we'll be right back guys
0: And we are back to the chop with the vanilla and the tree. The and it's time for a maxi challenge.
1: Uh, yeah, we got a maxi got challenge. Yeah,
0: woo It's the snowball. So now it's three different looks. Um, hot enough to melt the deep freeze. So uh they wanna see some 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 high fashion ball realness.
1: Yes. Um First of all, I li- I like the fact that um, uh, they took some time to explain to the audience, um, you know, because it's like you know it's like a new audience in Canada. So they explained the ball scene and its importance to our co- our our community. Uh, I thought that was really great. Good um, for them. But we have three categories. The first category is a CEO executive <laughs> holiday party realness. Now I love I love this because I I I've always loved. Executive realness as a category, same. I, it's it's one of my favorite because like it is nice to get dressed up like a businesswoman, the boss, you know? and it's the boss bitch. Yes, and to see all those broad shoulders and shoulder pads and suit jackets <laughs> is always interesting to see how the girls interpret it. <laughs> then we have the second category: the icy walk of shame. Yes, honey, these sluts are coming back home from a night of drinking and going and being sluts. And this is what they look like,
0: girl. This is what they look like. Mm
1: -hmm. And then the challenge, the most challenging one, which is category Ice Queen Eleganza, which they have to make from scratch with fabric from the Fabric Land Wall, jewels from LAG Concepts, and any of the wintry items that the pit crew delivers. Oh, Canadian pit crew. (laughs) You know, Stacey just loves bringing in the pit crew. She
0: does.
1: I know she mm-hmm. does. They are um, so fucking fine. I wish they would just stand there the whole time. They should just have a live feed of just like the pit crew just like Now, you know,
0: there. I'm just curious because you know they were filming in the wintertime, I think, and it was cold, but they were awfully tan.
1: Did you catch that? Well, I feel like they are people of color, so they have a little extra like color. Melanin. In there.
0: That's yes! melanin. Oh, but that's they're that. also
1: but they're also uh, you know, underwear models. So, you know, they, they, they take care of themselves. They probably uh they probably put some full coverage foundation on them, massive. <laughs> that's
0: what it was. That is what it was. Well, I loved watching every bit of their abs walk into the room. <laughs> Boiled up, (laughs) lubed up, and ready to go. Ah! Um, (laughs) So, uh, Priyanka says she's an okay designer, uh, but she's not a sewer. Uh, She's a gluer. and (laughs) (laughs) So, she's just gluing everything she can find on this corset. Which I'm just like, girl, that ain't good. I know, get it. right?
1: Priyanka's all like happy that she had won a challenge, and then she... Priyanka is like a roller coaster realness. She like, is she's a roller going co- up and well, down and up and down. So this makes me I so nervous watching her like glue these things together. Uh, like seriously, seriously, like, I was having no. some season three episode uh, two flashbacks when we had to do that Christmas thrift store like uh, runway uh-huh. and. Uh, yes, I, I was getting really worried for our girl Priyanka. You know, Stacy's coming through the workroom, and despite the fact that we're all making like the stuff, like actually Stacy's like really not concerned with, <laughs> with what they're making. No, not really. But she has some... She's, she's more like interviewing the girls, more like a heart-to-heart, getting to know them kind of situation. She don't really, she's really not. like she, she even said, like, I'm a model. I don't make my clothes. I just wear them.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, so Jimbo, being the good Samaritan, you know, Scarlet is struggling to make this cape, honey. She got one piece of fabric, and Jimbo is like, okay, I got to help you, girl. You, I can't go through and watch you suffer like this. But you got to make this cape. It's four pieces. She's like, but I only have one piece of fur. She's like, right, so you cut it into four pieces. She's like, right, but I only have one piece. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She doesn't get, she, I don't think she understands that you, you're you supposed to take pe- a big piece of fabric, cut it into cut different up. shapes, sew it back together, together, and it becomes a garment. <laughs> this is how much Scarlett doesn't know how to make clothes. I, I, at this point, like, honestly, I have no idea what to think because, you know, obviously like Jimbo, she says she makes costumes, so I'm not really worried about her. She's actually, she's... She's so confident that she's, you know, giving help to right. Scarlet. But, like, we got Priyanka glue and shit to a corset, which, you know, like. Um, I, Rita Baga is carving some really interesting shaped uh, hip pads right now. I don't know what the fuck she's doing right now. Um, and uh, uh, Scarlet doesn't understand the concept of cutting fabric into pieces and sewing them back together to make. I, I don't know. <laughs>
0: She does not. She does not. But um, I can't wait to see these lovely creations that these ladies have glued and glued together. Because, bitch, I didn't see but one sewing machine going the whole entire time.
1: I, I saw a lot of hot glue guns going. Um <laughs> But hey, it's Canada, so maybe they were just like cold, and they just needed some like heat up in that workroom. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that is it. No, that's the reason why. Okay, it's not because they can't sew; it's just because they were cold. <laughs> it's because
0: they're cold. Mm. Oh my goodness! So it's elimination day. Hmm. Rita's father is her number one fan, which I find amazing. Um, he runs a construction company, so she thinks. Um, it's unexpected that he's a drag supporter, and I was just so like my eyes welled up because I was like, "Oh, that is so sweet." Because all we want as gay boys is our father's acceptance and approval, and she has that. That's like, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, and to and to know that it's coming from like you know your what you would typically consider like, oh, he's gonna be very he's. The, He's like masculine and but she's yeah, a construction, construction worker. Yeah, uh, but wow, like just just goes to show, like you know, you can love love your love everyone. You know, it, it doesn't matter who you are, you can still love. You know, and
0: support your kid, support your kid in their dreams. And look, and Rita, and look what because Rita Baggett is Wurgen. slaying. She's slaying. So she's it's slaying. like there's a lot to be proud of. And if like that could have happened, probably a lot sooner for a lot of us had we had the support that we need it. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I also think that, you know, like, of course, like, you know, obviously uh, uh, older generations might look at what we do as drag queens as a potentially, um, y- you know, it's, a, it's kind of a scary path for people that don't know about it, but I feel like Rita Baga is portraying what a loving uh, a parent can, can do to support, someone's career and how far they can go with that support. Mm -hmm. Um, We, on the other hand, we got Scarlet and she is, uh, she's talking about how her mother is um, her biggest support and her best friend. And um, even though growing up uh, was difficult for Scarlett, and she, as she witnessed the abuse of her mother uh, from her stepfather um, and how traumatic and emotional that has become, um, I think it's really cool that that relationship between son and mother is strengthened because of it. And it gives Scarlett this, um, you know, this like fight in her to like, you know, to kind of make up for what she feels like she might have like not been able to do as as a young child uh, in an abusive home.
0: She touched me so much because I can totally relate Um, coming from an abusive household where my dad was the same way with my mom. And it was just, it was traumatic. And being helpless, you're just a kid and what can you do? You want to protect your mom and you want to help your mom, but you're just too little and you're no match for a grown-ass man. So my heart was just sinking and melting um, for Scarlett. Thank you for sharing. But uh, I completely... I'm so glad that your mom is your best friend because my mom was mine too. So I get it.
1: I get yes. it. So it's ready for the main stage. I'm super excited because we have our extra special guest host, Michelle Visage. Oh, yes, honey. The girls they're, are freaking the fuck they're out. They're
0: losing their minds. Losing their minds. Yes. yes. Mother okay.
1: Michelle is in
0: the house. Baby,
1: yes! I'm so excited. Like, first of all, Michelle Visage uh, is a legend, Um, and she's been—you know—like they wanted her to be the judge on the first season of RuPaul's Drag Race, but she was unavailable. The first two seasons of Drag Race, she was unavailable. So the fact that she's here now as the guest host of Canada's Drag Race, it's—it's like literally, like I feel like we are like passing the torch, like officially, kind
0: of sorta, right? Yeah, What was so refreshing was hearing her voice through the announcements because it felt like home again a little bit because we're used to hearing Michelle's voice, you know, on the reunion. She's always, you know, doing the voiceovers and everything. So it was good to see her on the runway in her element looking fabulous. And it um, looks like
1: she took that little like diagonal trim off of uh, Scarlet Bobo's makeup <laughs> from last week and she just put it on her jacket. <laughs> she just found the scrap laying around there she's off that fucking that, that bodysuit of Scarlet Bobo. She's like, let me just pin this on my jacket. No, I'm, oh I'm my assuming God, that, that's some no. that expensive ass you know, designer garment that she has. No,
0: she I mean, Michelle's a it. cheap queen. Pitch, please. You know, she's cheap. <laughs> Oh, well, she's her cash Primark, ass. And then the she's reselling ca- the
1: shit uh. on <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I she look live. good. Well,
1: that's, that's drag. That's drag. That's well, let's drag. get to the snowball right after this break. You got the chop, You got the chop,
0: You got the chop, You got the chop, You got the the Girl, you got the chop. Chomp, chomp, chomp. 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 And we are back to the shot with Manila and the tree.
1: And it's the runway of the snowball. I love the balls. I know you
0: love balls. I We know you love balls, girl. But it's cold. The balls are shriveled up right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So category is Executive Holiday Party Realness.
1: Yes. yes. Okay. I I love well, I just I said I, I love the real um the holiday executive realness. Um we got Jimbo in this 80s trench coat and then she like opens it up and it's like you know slutty mistletoe in her crotch. Uh we got Rita Baga in some random navy dress with like her little like credentials clipped on here and some big like Dame Edna glasses. Uh Priyanka, uh she is full on Christmas couture. She is like dressed like a Christmas tree three piece suit, uh, and then we got Scarlet. Uh, she dumps the wrapping paper, and she's in her newsprint uh, power suit, and she's just burning money. Yes, if More she's fire listening, Scarlet,
0: I love Scarlet, and she if she's listening, I want her to channel some Goldie Hawn because she was giving me Goldie Hawn vibes, uh, very um, overboard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, she was she was giving me some ab fab, you know, ab yeah, yes, the up Yeah, yes, too. yes. Mm-hmm. Next category is <laughs> après the après ski, or the icy walk of shame. That's it. Après means after in French, right? Oh, I don't
0: know. I don't speak French.
1: Are you or maybe it's maybe I, 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 it's one of the words in French? I know is après. you did
0: well with the with the the French. Yes, I've
1: now. been I've been listening to Rita Bega's French Canadian accent this whole season. I'm picking it up, girl.
0: <laughs>
1: Good for you. What are these looks? What are these
0: looks, girl, Jimbo? Uh, <laughs> having the ski weekend party, girl, platform. She looked cute though in these that big old platform shoes. With the I love those rainbow her... <laughs> platform shoes. Yeah. Typical toilet paper on your shoes. That's, that's very bad. <laughs> Nobody told you, girl, you don't got no friends. Uh, Rita Baga, uh, a mother in a track suit and the mullet. Oh, my God. It was so not runway, but it was definitely performance art. It was with, so the, with the With the marker on with her the face? Mur-
1: yeah. <laughs> That's happened to me, so, like, it's relatable, I guess. <laughs> um, Priyanka actually looked
0: like you did a couple of times on the cruises. Um, like
1: <laughs> Wasted, <laughs> wasted, but still fabulous. still fabulous. Still, still ready for a picture with fans, but just wasted. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, Scarlett Snow Bunny with the latex and the icicles on her body suit, and her hair. Yeah, she looked great too. She little really cute. Little
1: like leg warmers. That was cute. I'm and loving Scarlett. Our... Yeah, she's turning. Yeah. You. Final category is Ice Queen Aganza. So, okay, these are the outfits that the girls wore. Um, Jimbo's in this, like, iridescent crown with this long hair with pearls in it, this big, massive icicle crown. Uh, Rita Baga has, like, her mermaid cut. She's got, like, these uh, projections of, of ornaments coming up from the foam that she cut. She's got a, a a hat. She can't really walk in it, but, like, she's got this crown of 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 it's dramatic. Me, uh, it's very yeah, dramatic. very *Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe*. Um, Priyanka oh. uh, corset,
0: corset uh, with some shit on it, shit that on stuck. it, hanging <laughs>
1: paper paper <laughs> ornament. Uh, <wow. laughs> and Scarlet Bobo is like giving us like if. Uh you know, Mad Max was in the ar- Arctic tundra. She is like ready for Damn. a warrior war or something. Like she yeah. has fierce bikini cape moment. What do the judges think though? What well, do the judges think?
0: Well, the judges got lots to check, say. <laughs> yeah, they, give, they
1: have some advice. Uh finally. At, uh, some Still advice. Al- yeah, very late in the game. Um <laughs> we got some specifics. Uh uh, Jimbo, they said that she couldn't really walk in her gown, which I, I didn't really notice at first, but yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know, I, guess, it's
0: always, yeah I guess so.
1: It's hard. Um, and then they complained that her makeup get, again was too white. Um, that's a critique we've heard before. Um, and I, I feel like, with all the amazing looks and uh, wow moments that Jimbo's had um, in the past of the season, I feel like the judges just did not. They just were a little bit underwhelmed. With the underwhelmed,
0: ones. yeah. Well, and then her makeup, she wasn't happy with her makeup, and I was definitely, definitely going, "What happened? <laughs> like this is not what we thought was going to happen." Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. You remember? You remember in the the Meet the Queens? Uh, uh, we 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 covered this in episode one of this podcast. Um, Jimbo had said in her Meet the Queens that she. Likes likes to change up her makeup and sometimes she gets a little bit rushed. Um, she she needs a little bit more time. So this seems like when she was talking about that, she was talking about this specific this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl, she wasn't even wearing lashes. Girl,
0: like, I don't know what had happened, but she definitely ran out of time. And the fantasy, was, whoa, yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, Jimbo likes to do the most uh, a lot of the time, so I feel like it, it, it got a little bit ahead of her in this particular thing.
0: Well, Farida Baga, uh, she also didn't quite hit the mark either. Like, her final look was eleganza, but she couldn't walk in it. And it wasn't, like, completely finished. Like, when she walked to the back, bitch, all we saw was foam. Like, it was definitely like, okay, girl, we see that this is hodgepodge craft. She ran out of ornaments because Priyanka (laughs) stole them all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she put them all on the front. and The thing of it is, like, you gotta, like, yeah, do it you, in, you gotta layer it like do it in yeah, layers yeah. and don't and that way everything is covered and then you can only yeah, yeah
1: yeah that happens to me sometimes amateur drag mistake it's like you know when you're like trying to you're putting your rhinestones you got your four grosses of rhinestones and you put them on and then you realize you only have enough for like like one side What's <laughs> that, girl
0: yeah, you gotta space that shit out. You gotta
1: space yeah. it out, and then fill in the fill in the spaces space. as exactly. it goes along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, she I did. mean, I also think that the judges really didn't. Um, they did not really feel like her executive realness uh, CEO look really hit no, the mark either. That did not. And then that uh, walk of shame look, despite being entertaining to see, wasn't quite like Drag Race runway. Material. Ball,
0: ball worthy.
1: Ball worthy. Yeah, ball I guess so. worthy.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 So
1: then we get to Priyanka, and I think the judges agreed that her performance on the runway really was able to help sell these looks uh, fashion, but funny. Um, although unfortunately her her uh, eleganza look Baby was uh, with Michelle Visage as your guest host, this was not the day to be gluing things to a corset.
0: You better know that that's um, not what she wants to see, honey.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, Priyanka really had like a bad thing with this, like the, the the challenge on the eleganza side, but the other two categories made up for it in a way because, you know, it, it really was. It really like helped balance it out a little bit. She wasn't right. like terrible in everything because like the first two were so good, right? Like that Christmas right. executive realness was that so was fantastic, so fantastic. So and then the uh, whatever that the, the walk, walk of shame look shame
0: was was hilarious and funny was fierce. and fierce. And
1: then she you it know, basically was a fierce outfit that she just kind yeah. of like acted like she was you know hungover. So <laughs> I hear you, girl. Because uh... you can be hungover and still look good and right? still look good. It's true.
0: She was in character. Um, Scarlet Bobo, though. Baby, Mm. the looks were all successful. I was just like, bitch, she is peaking at the right time. See, when you stay consistent, when you get towards the end, bitch, somebody going to be good, somebody going to be bad. And she was good in all three categories. And that consistency wins the race. And she was consistent in the patch, in the ball. So that, to me, that's. That, that, that's how you do the challenge right there. How
1: how how was that? Because she seemed so, uh, she seemed like so unprepared with the sewing challenge. But like, of but I know those type. Her look was fun- the best fantastic. Because
0: I know those type of girls. I know those girls. They may not can sew, but they can create a look. And she created a look and a fantasy. It made a bit. It might have been a hot glued mess, but not on the outside. You know what I'm saying? On the outside, it looked fabulous. But you don't want to get into the construction of that shit because it's gonna fall apart and it ain't gonna be too pretty. But I bet you she hot glued some shit together and made it work, and it looked amazing.
1: Yeah, she had she had everything in the right place. Like it, it was dramatic. Uh, it, it it was it it was. Uh, successful in like giving her the shape that they want because I know that the judges were like really concerned with a lot of people's shapes. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, Scarlet Boba was uh, f- f- sickening. This is the right sickening. time. Way to right go. I'm oh, go. so fucking proud of her.
0: Yeah, yeah, tote.
1: Well, then the judges they get, oh god, girl, oh, I oh, hope you're wearing waterproof mascara girl. because the judges pull out like childhood pictures of everyone. And they start asking the uh, asking the contestants what they would tell themselves as children. Oh my and- God! <laughs>
0: and it's just that's the moment everybody's breaking down. Everybody's just breaking down, and it's just so beautiful to hear um, them talk to them, their little selves, their little. Oh
1: yeah, and then like once the once Jimbo started getting a little teary, then Rita Bago was getting a little teary. I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> girl and i like all their shit. Nobody <laughs> could. this was this we had some we had some um we had some really fun moments in this episode and then we have some like really like heartfelt moments in this episode and i really love that drag race is able to give us all of this and we get to see the fun fabulous sides of everyone then we get to hear a little bit about their history and like where they came from and i just think that it's just like a really well like great way to like show like how How much and how many, you know, multifaceted these queens are. Yeah. But the entire time I was thinking while I was watching all these queens crying on the runways, how much this must upset Bianca Del Rio. (laughs) Because she hates that part. She hates when people cry on the (laughs) runway. She doesn't have a fucking
0: soul. That's why she has no soul, girl. You can't get that queen. Um, But. No, it's it, that. That's the moment, though. Like, I, like I knew it was coming, and as soon as they started whipping up the pictures, I was like, "Oh, here we go, here we go, girl!" And it was it was beautiful to, to witness them uh, talk to their their little former selves and let them know that they're gonna be okay. Um, Priyanka was the cutest. Though. Just be gay. Just be gay Just sooner. sooner. Just, Just come out gay. sooner. Just tell your
1: tell your uh, kindergarten teacher that you are. You're a homo. Girl, no. I love that. I love that. I, 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 I do love that. And I, I honestly, like, I do feel for that because I really wish that, like, I had the courage to come out sooner. Because, I mean, once I did, once you accept that and love that part of yourself, like, everything just becomes it's, so much easier. It feels like a mag- like
0: magic happens. Like, all of a sudden, like, things just happen. And you all of a sudden get connected and you meet your tribe. And it's, it's, it's you realize that you are okay and there are more of you. But yeah. we didn't know that as little kids. We were just too scared.
1: Yeah, we didn't have oh. Canada's Drag Race. That's why. We didn't. That's true. We did not have that. So after so, everyone's done crying, the they excuse the girls back to the workroom.
0: Girl, Miss Priyanka turns into her second look. She gets drunk. Girl, she gets her, She gets a little wasted. Um uh in, in in their uh in the work room she double
1: fisted in she had two fisted. drinks in hand she is sucking out both of them at the same them down, time
0: girl mm-hmm. oh my god but they all um have conversations about being top four and the critiques from michelle um which i'm sure carried so much weight for them because bitch you know she's she's bitch there's rupaul and then there's michelle so, yeah, you know. I, mean, I mean, yeah, because
1: like at this point, like you know, obviously, like you know the the Canadian uh, judge judges panel is is really strict and harsh, you know, like you know they are running a tight ship up there. Yeah. Um, but now we have like the OG judge, of, OG. like you know judge, so like now this is like really, really like real now. You right. know, he's like jit, um but we kept back the judges the judges decide that we have a winner and it is our uh <laughs> Susan Lucci of the 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 contest. Scarlet Boba winning a uh, seven-day trip or two to Vienna courtesy of Air Canada Vacations. So, congratulations, girl. Congratulations, girl. Girl,
0: we've been been rooting for you and waiting for this moment. So, you is having your moment.
1: Hallelujah. Woo! Yes. And well-deserved. Slow and steady wins the race. I am very happy because, you know, like, they were comparing all the wins but you know what uh, Miss Scarlet Bobo should have been doing is being like, how many times have you been in the bottom? Bottom.
0: Bitch? That's what she now. How about that? Yes, now, she can count yes. zero. She can say zero with pride, honey.
1: which is which is amazing because you know like this is the chance. Like we have seen some of these queens lip sync. We know that they're, we know what their tricks are. We know their lip sync styles. Yeah. But when we go move forward to the finale, Miss Scarlet Bobo has never lip-synced. No, We have we don't no know. fucking idea she, what the no fuck clue. she's going to pull out of her she, fucking dress. She's going to pull a sword out of her throat? That's what I'm saying. She's going to juggle fire? She got tricks. She has she, an
0: arsenal woo. of tricks that has not been scene so i yes. cannot wait to see what's gonna happen because this bitch is literally on fire for me like i had it, i think i had it right up until now up till top four like this is the top four that i saw mm-hmm. um but past that i didn't know what they were gonna do i didn't know if they were gonna just have a finale or boop, 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 boop. i don't know what they were doing but now that i see what is happening it makes sense it makes sense
1: Okay, well, unfortunately, that means our bottom two is Rita and Jimbo. That sad, sad, sad. Ooh! Oh. See, these are, like, these are two of my favorite queens in this uh, season. I, I, I love to <laughs> be some Jimbo. Like, she, from the beginning, she was yeah. just a hoot. And I'm loving Rita Bega. She's just so, like... She's just everything. That she's this competition seasoned. Needs. She's
0: very seasoned. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's,
1: and she still and she still is like she's like an old queen who's not afraid to get dirty because she's in part. there with the kids reading the kids just the same, right? <laughs> Down. <laughs>
0: um, so they lip sync to uh, the song "Closer" by Tegan and Sarah. Rita Baga is our winner, and my God, Jimbo falls to the floor on the runway as she slowly acts screams why it's so extra dramatic um literally carries and crawls out of uh
1: the main stage <laughs> yeah she <laughs> thinks fuck you God, fuck you you guys don't fucking love me fuck <laughs> yeah you know what i feel like in this lip sync i feel like um you know i feel like jimbo's crown was just too cumbersome because yep. she was like holding her wig to keep it balanced. Yep. I feel like she she should have just taken it off and then yep. she would have been able to to really put her 100% into the into it. Like you know like Rita Beggas she like brought a scissor she's new like hey I can't I can't right. move in this this trumpet skirt so she's gonna like uh go, all, go cut it off so she can actually move around yep. and you know like when you prepare for uh, a lip sync you got to make sure you're able to perform and, you know. That's the
0: challenge and that's what it is, the lip sync for your life. I feel like that the maybe the crown was attached to the hair and if she took off the hair, the crown would go. Uh, I mean the, but She, the had, the hair she had
1: she had that time In the workroom She could have, like have Figured re- that out Refigured it out Maybe Like yeah. I, I mean Detached At it. this point Like there's only four of them So like 50% chance That you're gonna be In the bottom
0: You know what I mean 50% That's a good way Of looking at it Yep You're only four of you 50% chance bitch And you got the critique So you ought to know
1: so, well, uh, now we have a th- these girls have a thirty three point three 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 percent chance of making it to the end and winning the the Canadian prize, the first winner of Canada's drag race. We have a top three: Priyanka, Scarlet Bobo, and Rita Baga So I want to congratulate our top
0: All three ladies threes. yes.
1: What a fun season to be watching. I love yeah. it. Well, every week we do this. We uh we give our tops and our chops. Yeah. Um our favorite and our least favorite moments of the episode. Um, Latrice, what is your top moment of this episode? My top moment of this episode is
0: Jimbo's exit. I think it was the best exit in all of Drag Race history. She had me hollering, screaming, laughing um, as, right. as she left the building. So that's, if you're going to go out, go out like her. And she carried it all the way through the mirror message and looking crazy with the lipstick and all of it. Like, it was just so over the top. And, yeah, I got my life.
1: I mean, we, like... When you lose Drag Race, that's that's how we all feel. Like, that's how you feel. We all try to be poised and, and you know say something inspirational at the end, but we all feel like like Jimbo Like did. what and she I'm did. So happy she did it. <laughs> <sighs> what's, your, my top, what's your top? My top is uh, having Michelle Visage as our guest host. Oh uh, yay! I, I love seeing her. She Me was fantastic. Too. I, I feel like I, I also loved when Jeffrey Avoye Chapman was like, "I'm not quite getting it," and then she's like, "It's because she's a slut," and he's like, "Oh, oh, okay, oh, okay. oh. <laughs> oh yeah, now I, get it. now I get it." Okay, yes, Michelle Visage, um, yeah, teach these judges like, the children, how we do it. Teach the yes. children, um, honey.
0: That's that. <laughs> now, what about them.
1: your chop moment, girl? What about your chop? I moment?
0: can't believe I'm saying this.
1: It's the fucking sound
0: effects, people. Oh my god, I've been listening. <laughs> they were so distracting. Now, swing. I'm like, nothing happened, bitch. And there's a sword slice going on, bells going off, all this shit is happening. There's no reason for it. So this week, the sound people were like, "Y'all push too many buttons, bitch." Because there was nothing going on.
1: I'm just saying. Dude, I, I kinda love it because it, it really adds to the cartooniness of well, the Well, it got real like, cartoony
0: this episode. It, it is,
1: like... it is so, extra, <laughs> it's so extra. So extra. <laughs> uh, <man. laughs> Girl. They don't just have like the you know, like the little rattlesnake noise that like the no. shade button that we're used to. They got like they have like slices. The slicing and the dices. And they got like a like, like a weird like um Sailor Moon shwee! <laughs> What is that? What is that? My my chop moment this week is having to see Jimbo go.
0: Oh, I know. I know.
1: Oh, I'm not ready for it. Jimbo, (laughs) please
0: come back. I know. Oh,
1: Uh, no. I fucking fell in love with Jimbo. I mean, Damn. Uh. <sighs> yeah.
0: Yeah, but it like, sucks, but somebody gotta go, girl.
1: Someone's gotta go, and you know what? To be honest, like it doesn't really matter if you make it all the way to the end. It doesn't really matter if you win the damn prize. Um, you, know, you get oh. bragging rights, but like I know for a fact that Jimbo is going to have one of the most successful careers Absolutely. after this after this season, Absolutely. and I can't wait to see her back on a Canadian All Stars. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We you know we love you, Jimbo. So we are sad to see you. Guys. but bitch, we'll see you. We'll see lots of her. So, yay, Jimbo. Mm, Jimbo.
1: (sighs) Well, that's our tops and
0: our our chops. Just a reminder, if you have been listening to our show on the Race Chaser feed, now is the time to make sure that you are subscribed to our show's specific channel. So, make sure that you go to uh, search for the chop with Latrice and Manila on your favorite podcast app and hit the subscribe button so you can join us as we move forward. Uh, And we're out of time. So we want to thank you so much for listening to The Chop. We uh, have new episodes every Monday.
1: So make sure you subscribe to our show. And you can rate and review us on your podcast app. You
0: can send us an email. And we might even read it on the show next week. So just email
1: mm-hmm. us at Latrice and Manila at gmail.com. And you can follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. We'll see you next week to find out who gets the job. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <gasps> the Chop is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Creative Canada, or any of their subsidiaries.
1: It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Canada's
0: Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their prospective trademark and copyright holders.
1: Forever! Dog! The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mob! Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Big Dipper. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Balai. Alaska Thunderfuck. Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio. And Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.